You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. That's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with in style. Learn more at infinityusa.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Hello and welcome to the Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Rizzy P. We're girls, we nerd out. And it's April 1st. So no <laughs> April foolin'. We're actually recording. That's right. Serious business around these parts of towns. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We have a website, thenerdout.com. And we are available on Word to Your Mama. Please believe it. Yes. And where can we find Word to Your Mama? You can find Word to Your Mama at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A. Mama. That's the mama. Um, on all socials at wordtoyourmama.com. Nice. Well, here we are. We did it. We did it. This is what our third. No fooling. Is this our third? I think it's our third in a row. Yeah. Come Mm -hmm. on, man. Mm -hmm. Not to brag, but old school nerd out fans that have come over. You have to be impressed. You have to be impressed. And if you're not, kindly start being impressed. Start being impressed, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into we, you know, with last episode, we did a patron shout out to, um, you know, an OG nerd out fan. So it was only fitting that we put the shout out um, mm-hmm. and we got a we got a comment. W- would you like to, to do the honors here? Yes. From uh, Donna Gomez, not Donia. <laughs> Although sometimes I like to call her that. So yeah, we gave her we gave her a big shout out. She says, shout out was so nice. Great way to start out a Monday morning and we'll save it to listen to when I'm feeling down. Aw. Oh. One thing I remembered I wanted to say after the last TNO episode was that if y'all are like me and trying to move away from Amazon world domination, there is an al- alternative to Goodreads. I have not switched over yet, but Storygraph is an ethical Black-owned alternative. Yes. You can have a community and friends on it as well, and you can transfer your Goodreads entries. Oh, thank God. (laughs) So you don't have to go through the effort of re-entering data. And you can find it in the App Store, um, I guess, or it's HTTPS, app.thestorygraph.com. We'll have a link to that on the website. That is so cool. I am going to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I checked it out and I love the, you know, what it stands for. Because I was, you know, like I asked before, I wasn't knowing what Goods Reads and the, I hear everyone, but I didn't know the capacity, you know, the applications. The So this is great. I haven't started it yet, but... Uh, Donna Gomez, Donia Gomez. Thank you. <laughs> I I didn't realize that Goodreads Goodreads was owned by Amazon. <laughs> Pretty soon, every fucking thing is owned. Everything's by owned by Amazon. Right? Yeah. Why Who's was I tripping say? on that? Who's to say? Um, you know, I feel like this is the third time. Maybe we've talked about John Cena, John Cena. Yeah, in what a row. It? After not talking about him forever. It, it, what is? Is it Cena or Cena? Cena, oh. John Cena. I hear John Cena all the time. Yeah. So I this was uh, right like right after we talked about. It, I was like, man, John Cena is in the air. So if you're a hip hop old school hip hop fan, especially L A area, you know uh, the MC Mers, uh, Mers, and um, he he tweeted this. He said, um, "There's a uh, there'll be a link in the show notes." He said, "This is me." He has a video clip. He said, "This is me and John Cena in South Central at my fam's dry cleaners." He came in a rental, fresh off the set of Marine of the Marine, 
rose gold diamond studded watch, no security, did his part, then kicked it with kids, crackheads, gangbangers for like three hours till everyone got a pick and everyone got an autograph. Then drove straight to Fresno for a show the next day. Then the next morning drove back to LA and flew to Australia for some shit or some shit. He's like, one of the greatest, humblest humans I have ever met. He fucked me up into the dumpster like five times for the video till we <laughs> quote unquote got it right. He's like, top 10 day ever. Wow, yeah. that's great. Yeah, I love that. How so, old is this? This uh, this video? Oh, it's like probably nineties or something. <laughs> Early two thousands yeah, for yeah. sure. A I mean, just looking at ago. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tossing kids and tossing people. Oh, you guys have to peep it. It's super, super good. So yeah, yeah. I, is it like every episode, John Cena? Maybe a little John need, Cena thing. Maybe we're now on the John Cena beat, and every time we need to have a new section. It's like TV, movies, John Cena. Yeah, we. Yeah, maybe, possibly. <laughs> um, and then another thing, talking about nerding out. Let's talk about this event. I learned by doing, kids. I learned by doing, and uh, Web three, you know, is is new to to a lot of us. And uh, have friends. Shout out to Tristan Eaton and Sket One, who are super successful in the art NFT space. But that was kind of like barely wrapping my head around that. And then you know now there's all the you know the entire Web three, the blockchain, the metaverse, crypto, the whole shebang. So I learned by doing. I got together with these amazing fellas um, who are putting this hola. Metaverso together. It's happening April 30th in LA in person, but it's also going to be streamed online. We'll have a link to that. And we're offering a discount code LA2022 for 15% off. And it's about building community. It's not a con. It's a it's a um, community building event. Um, we are focusing mostly on having um, our keynotes and our panelists, you know, be Latinx, Latine, you know, of that nature, but all are welcome. We want to just really help disperse the information, educate and build community. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really excited when I saw this initially and I was like, oh, I don't want to be like middle-aged white lady crashing this party. <laughs> but it sounds like I'm welcome at this party. You are totally welcome. And, you know, it, it, there's a, a ticket price to to go in person. It's the, the max. I think the capacity is we're keeping it small, like 250. But it will be streamed for free, kids, worldwide. And this is hopefully the first of many events and let me say something when i was like had the initial meeting i was like these are gonna, just gonna be latino bros like i'm gonna hate this but let me stay open and let me check these are the most inclusive um just really making sure that women are are part of the 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 story and part of the event in a big way in an equal way um and everyone from from the from doing this event to the partners and people that are going to be that are really big in the scene that are going to be panelists have been like hella nice and inclusive. And I mean, I don't know, man, I'm, I feel like I'm waiting to get punked somehow. But so far, everyone's been super awesome. So nerding out on this, I, I'm starting to nerd out on, you know what I'm learning and uh, in, in, in the Web3 universe. And also, like, how to, what's my point of entry into this space that aligns with my values and shit? Do you know what I'm saying? So there's a, an amazing person, Chaco, that is an artist as part of the team. They are curating the NFT exhibit. And they told their story on how they entered the space where it would align with their values. And they do DEI work and healing work. So it was very inspiring to hear that they use Tezos and wallets and things that leave less of a carbon footprint. So it was very inspiring and I'm down. So yeah, let's nerd out about it together. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, not to like totally bro us out. I mean, okay, first of all, I think it sounds amazing and I'm really excited. And I feel like I have been sort of self-educating over the course of the pandemic about crypto myself. 
And in a funny sort of turn of events, I had forgotten that I had like $200 or something in Bitcoin left over from, um, I don't know, potentially if it wasn't illegal, I might've thought about buying seeds for marijuana plants Mm. and having them shipped to me, which you have to buy with crypto. But naturally I would never do something like that because that's illegal. So then I wouldn't, you know, have perhaps had like $176 in crypto and Bitcoin sitting around (laughs) that I had forgotten about for a year and a half. And I went back and I was like, oh, shit, this is 500 bucks. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that kind of spurred me to like do some education about um, crypto and fintech and that whole world. And um, it's real interesting. I could nerd out about that. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And I met like some super young, awesome Latinx, uh, you know, founders. And one has this one um, one platform, Web three. I think it's called Learners, and it's a way to get NTT, so non um, the tokens, get the tokens, but for education. Hmm. So like, oh, certified, boom, you know, and then also he has like quizzes and he has like a video series on TikTok and on YouTube where he explains, you know, uh, minting uh, NFTs and certain, you know, each little subject, but with metaphors and how, how to let you to help you understand the concept of it, like minting. He's like, oh, it's like when you go to the DMV. You know, you have to have a driver's license. The driver's license tells people that you have, you know, you're okay. And and that was like, that's what we need because that you can, you know, onboard way more people that way and explain it in turn. Like, you know, because if you're hella nerding out and you're just doing all the, I'm learning so many terms because they have their own vocabulary. Like I'm in all these Twitter spaces. I was like, hmm, I got to look that up. What does alpha mean? And, you know, and like, what, you know, I'm bad with fucking, what are anagrams, acronyms? What are they called? The letters that stand for shit? Acronyms. I, I suck at that shit and it's a grip of that shit. I was like, what does that mean? They're like, oh, that means let's fucking go. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is it? Good morning. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's a whole world. It's exciting and new, um, you know, and, and you, you got to evolve or become extinct. And it's awesome to see in the spaces that I'm in where it's immigrants or uh, uh, children of immigrants that have literally changed their lives and their families' lives by doing this. And they're not, it's not a big money grab for them. It's about doing it for themselves and bringing others with them, educating and saying like, this is what you could do too. Let's help communities. And I like that. That feels like more of my steez, my space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I work for a VR company in case anybody listening does not know that. <laughs> and, um, you know, we talk a lot internally about like kind of hopes, dreams, aspirations for um, quote unquote metaverse and like where we want to like as a company, what our concerns are, what our desires are. And um, one thing that myself and other people at the company throughout the company have articulated is like, my fear is that this becomes something that's just like middle class and higher, mostly white people and exactly. just a playground for them. And that's the same with crypto. It's the same with like any of this new technology, because we are really shortchanging ourselves as a society if that's like all we can figure out. Exactly. So the 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 conversations that are ha- are being had right now, the the camaraderie and community spaces that are being built, it's it's amazing to see. Like Web3 Familia is a big one. Their goal, their mission is to onboard 1 million Latinos to Web3. And we're talking about people that went to Harvard, Stanford, and that are now taking this as their mission. They're VCs. You know, it's like, how do we educate? And it's and and there's they're create they're not creating like a grip of barriers to entry they're like opening door like doors literally and being like look come in did it they're really welcoming and stuff so i don't know it's exciting um i still have a lot of questions and things that i have to understand but i'm going to this event and i'm i'm connecting with all these people you know via twitter and linkedin and and i'm excited to meet them in person i mean if there's a a a genuine feeling of community in a twitter space so if if i can feel it virtually i can't even imagine how it's going to be in person 
So yeah, we'll have a link. If you can't make it in person, you know, stream it and and learn a lot. There's a panel on just one panel with experts with uh, talking about um, taxes and 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 legal shit which is fascinating. Like, how does that work in this new world? You know, there's there's stuff that's literally just one panel just on blockchain. There's a panel that's just on, you know, art and music. And how does that affect? Like, what are the possibilities there? I mean, doing what we do, be, being a creative as well, it's like, what are the possi what are the possibilities? You know, um, it's like learning what the rules are or aren't and then being able to play within and, and figure things out and come up with, new ideas i don't know it's ex i don't know it's a hella exciting so let's nerd out if you're into it reach out you know especially on twitter and then i also found out everyone talks on twitter about this shit like they're not real on instagram or anywhere else and it's all twitter and everyone dms on twitter and everyone connects on twitter and you could tell by the i was like oh okay everyone has like their oh and discord of course but you know everyone like connects that way so yeah, man, nerding out, nerding out on, on you know, Web3. Let's do it together. <laughs> That's really uh, cool. <laughs> okay, so TV, where, 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 where are we at? What are we talking about? Um, You know, I just last night am the last person on Earth to finish Squid Game. No, you're not. Oh, I've I'm only not. done, I've only done, we've only done one episode. Okay. This was one that I started, and then my partner was like, I'm not into it. <laughs> and I was like, we're two episodes in. We can't stop now. And he was like, oh, you'd be wrong. I'm stopping right now. <laughs> so I had to wait until he was out of town to finish it. So I binged it the last couple nights so that I could say I did. And are you happy that you did? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It was definitely, like, I liked that it was so different than, you know, it's, like, original IP. It's, like, mm -hmm. different from everything, remakes and everything else. So I really enjoyed, like, it was fresh. It was different. Um, will, do I feel like, oh, my God, I can't wait until the next season? No. <laughs> you're cool. You're, you're, I, it's a yeah, I mean, I'll probably watch it. Maybe if I yeah, if I don't have other things that I need to watch. But yeah, that was uh, really that. And then um, sort of crunch time on movies before the Oscars. But we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's been my big TV thing. What about you? So I forgot to mention last last month that I got on board hardcore with The Great. The great is so great. Yeah, you've been telling me about it forever. And I was like, oh, holding off. There's something. I, I don't know what it was because it's my shit, right? Period shit. All that stuff. I love. What's the name? Nicholas Holt. I love him. Oh, so great. I love Best him. Best thing about the show. Yep. Yeah. Like, I think that's why I was like, let me go through this. I haven't caught up completely. I think I have a couple of episodes because I kind of watch it while I'm, you know, cooking or stuff like that. But I was like, for a hot second, though. I was like, oh, Tia is going to be proud. And I didn't want to text it to you. I wanted to tell you on the show. But I was like, oh, shit, the great is fucking great. And then he was on um, Armchair Expert. And I was like, oh, oh I got to send you that link all about it. And then I was like, oh, I love him. I've always loved him. I love him in yeah. fucking um, Mad Max Fur Fury yes. Rose. Mm -hmm. Like he's just an amazing actor since he was a kid, amazing actor. But now, I know. since I was he like, was a little oh. kid, and how do we love him in the great? Like I want, I feel bad for him, and I, I want him to win, and and I like him a lot. Oh, amazing! So yeah, I was late he's to the like, game. He's like, um, he was the best possible love to hate character yeah. in the great. Yeah, because you're like, ugh, he's terrible, but he is so entertaining. He's the best, the best. Yeah. He has this quality you can't, you can't really. He you has know. such like mega charisma, and she is really great too. She is, and I who I don't know if it's like her makeup or whatever, but she always has like she has that beautiful fair skin, yeah. and then like these little rosy cheeks. Yeah. And it looks like she's not wearing any makeup and she's just like glowing and radiant all Gorgeous. the time. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
like perfect, especially perfect for that time, right? Like, yeah. uh, and in the outfits and the and costumes. The, I was going to say the costumes oh, are so amazing good. and like it's laugh out loud funny. Yes. Yes. And yeah. And now all the time I say, huzzah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, and then have you started the Gilded Age? I I haven't. I know Ooh. that you you Ooh. really recommended it, and Ooh. I tried to get Ranger Ted on board with it, but he was sort it's of like, a, mm. no, it's gonna be a solo mission. And you you now okay. now it's over, so you can catch up, and then because I got season two, it is fantastic, it, and and it's because it's from you know the Downton Abbey. I forget his name. The costume, but it's so fascinating because Downton Abbey, I'm fascinated, right? But then for it to be the Gilded Age New York, and there's some people that are portrayed that are real in real history. And then you nerd out like I do and immediately after listen to the official Gilded Age podcast. Are you kidding me? It's my favorite thing in the whole fucking wide world. So what I also love and appreciate, and I was like, man, I go, he's British. He comes over, wants to do this show, and he does it right. Because we get glimpses, um, storylines of the black elite that have never been told, that have never been shown, right? And one of the executive producers is historian, academic, Dr. Erica Armstrong Dunbar, who's academic historian that focuses on black women in the 1900s. So she's a consultant. She's like, I've been a consultant for documentaries as the first time doing the show. And then the, they have black writers to write the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they do it right. And they talk about real people in history, both in the, you know, the white side and in the black side. And I was like, no wonder it's so good. And they got it so right because they got the right people in place. They have a black academic historian that that's what she studies. They have a black writer. Do you know what I mean? They work yeah. with the actresses and so, and they lucked out because of COVID. They have these amazing Broadway stars that are part of the cast and of the uh, the out, you know, the kind of uh, periphery of cast and extras because they're all out of work. Because Broadway shut down. Do they sing and dance? No. Okay. <laughs> but the costumes, extraordinary. And and the the just like what was scandalous and you know and and listening to the podcast they always have someone like a producer actor they have a couple of people from the show and then they the hosts know a lot about the history so then they talk about what was real and what happened and like it was scandalous to take off your glove and show bare hand back in the days oh <laughs> well i never yeah like just you know, just nerdy shit like that. I just love it. And it calms me down. I don't know. And it was on Monday. So I'm excited for you to start, T.I. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm sold. I do have a question. Um, sidebar. What platform are you using for podcasts these days? So right now, my preferred way to podcast is Spotify. Okay. Because I hate the way Apple Podcasts does shit. And mm-hmm. I hate that I can't set the settings to every single podcast. I have to go to each one. But I have some on. So I'd listen to those two. But my preferred way right now is Spotify because it doesn't give me a lot of hardship. Um, what about you? I swing back. I've been swinging back and forth between Spotify and Apple podcasts because like there's a little bit of one that I like and something about it that drives me nuts. Yeah. And yeah. back and forth. Same. Like the thing that astounds me and this, they both do this to a degree is just the way like new content is organized. Yeah. Like once upon a time in an Apple podcast, you open it up, you go to your show and you're like, look, here's the most recent one followed by the one before it followed by the one before it. (laughs) And it's in chronological order because that makes sense. And now it's like, for some reason, like it'll show me the most recent one. And then after that in in, um, iTunes, it'll show me the most recent one. And then underneath that, like my last unlistened to one. And then underneath that, like, yeah. And it's it's like, I'm like, what the fuck? And 
then you have to set the settings for each one. But recently, because we are not on um, Latina Podcasters Network, they put us on Good Pods, which is started by someone that was on MSNBC. Um, I'll have a link to that. And I'm just getting... And then you can make your own groups of podcasts and people group, you know, like there you can go. There's a group that has all of our podcasts on the network and also Latina pods, but good pods. It's like she she's a, she, Rita, uh, Rita is the, the uh, founder. She's the one that introduced us to it. She was like, make a profile. And she's like, they're really about the indep- really showcasing independent podcasts. So I'm not as familiar with the settings and how it works, you know, it, see if uh-huh. it alleviates some of the issues and problems we have, but maybe check it out. Good. Pods. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Cause yeah, I'm, I just feel like I'm frustrated every day. I've listened to way less podcasts because I'm so annoyed by every platform and trying to like find my content. And, like if it's a new podcast that I'm just starting to listen to and they're on Spotify, I'll just do Spotify because yeah. it lists it chrono- like the way we want it to for me. It does that, right? Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing recently. Okay. Um, Thank you. No problemos. Let let us know what which is your preferred way of listening to the nerd out, and you know, yeah, word to your mama. Like, do you go back? I think a lot of people go back and forth. I think that I a lot of people do what we do. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you know depends. Um, and then also like the armchair expert and some of Brennan Brown stuff that is exclusive to Spotify. So mm-hmm. you, there's no choice. There's no choice there. Um, okay, so Gilded Age. Da, da, da. Did you see the Obi Wan trailer? Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, woo. Yeah. That looked. That was also the first one out of all of those Disney previews and things like that, that Ranger Ted, and I I think that this will be for a lot of people, is the first one that he watched and he was like, oh, I'm into that. Ah, nice, nice, nice. Like normally he's like, I don't know who are these people, what's going on, very confusing. It's how he feels about like the MCU TV series as well. <laughs> but that was the first one. And I think like you and McGregor, yeah. ev- everybody knows and loves Obi-Wan. Come on. And the I thought that the like trailer is it feels in some ways a little more accessible or a little bit more like a drama, maybe than I don't know what it was. But he was like, oh, yeah, this looks great. And of course, I loved it and watched it 500 times. Yeah, it was like super cinematic. I was like, oh, yeah, cinematic. That's the right word. That's where the budget went for. That's where the the budget lacking on Boba Fett went. We're like for this shit, because, you know, they got. um. So Deborah Chow is uh, the she directed some of the Mandos. And so she's directing this. And then. um, What's his name? Williams. John Williams. John Williams does. He didn't do it for the other things, but he does this. The show. Ah, so it's like full blown. You know what I'm saying? It seems like authentic, authentic, like, you know. Like it's for real, for real deal. Um, and I was listening to Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernadine, and they were talking about it, it was right after that trailer just came out. So, you know, they're nerding out about it and stuff. And they were saying that initially it was supposed to be Darth Maul. So someone said that they were kind of bummed that it was supposed to be like Darth Maul was supposed to be like the villain and stuff. So they handed the scripts and they're like, no, da da da. But fuck that shit. I'm excited for fucking Darth Vader and early Darth Vader. I'll take yeah. that any like I love I used I have I'll just show in the supernatural bear. I have a birthday, a picture from my birthday when I was in college. And I just have a bunch of Darth Mauls on my cake. <laughs> like I loved him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But fuck that shit. I mean, if I had to choose between Darth Maul and Darth Vader, Darth Maul and Darth Vader, psh, Vader wins every single fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, then, it, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, um, we also were like, whoa, Hayden Christensen. And um, yeah. we, went and, we, we went and looked it up and it was like Hayden Christensen said like goodbye to Hollywood and went and worked on uh, or went and bought like some ranch in Canada and like, I don't know, had sheep or something. And I was like, 
Did Hayden Christensen say goodbye to Hollywood? Or did Hollywood, <laughs> or did Hollywood say, say goodbye, goodbye to Hayden Christensen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but whatever. I'm cu- yeah, I'm curious. Bring it on. Yeah, I, back in the days, I loved him. I thought he was so fine. And, you know, it, a come, we, we love a comeback. Let's see. Yeah, who doesn't love a comeback? We love a comeback. LGBTQIA families have unique strengths and experience distinct challenges. At Pacific Oaks College in Pasadena, experience an education that will prepare you to support this community. The Masters in Marriage and Family Therapy LGBTQIA studies program will train you to work with communities from any background while providing affirmative therapy to LGBTQIA individuals. Pacific Oaks College, experience that impacts community. Learn more at pacificoaks.edu um, Also during the Fat Man Beyond they mentioned that Christopher Lloyd they don't know how but in what capacity but he'll be in the Mando series Oh that is interesting That's exciting <laughs> Okay so let's talk about what we everyone wants to hear about Let's talk about when we get to movies let's talk about the Oscars Okay, Let's talk, let's talk about it I mean Okay, we're a week in, kids. We're a week in. Yeah. We're a week in. It's been rough. It's been really, really rough. Yeah. It's like, I am surprised that, like, you and I were texting when When it it went down. (laughs) Yeah. And we were, I mean, I think that the one thing that we were both united on from the beginning is, like, the way that that impacted the things that came after. Yeah. Um, and like that to me is still the thing that kind of bothers me the most about it. Although there's a lot to be bothered by. I like, I feel like I have been in some ways struggling to come to terms with what happened on the Oscars and I can't figure out why. Yeah. 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 We were texting me, you and a couple of other people. I remember when it was happening. It just it's it seems surreal still, right? Like it seemed yeah. like did that really happen? Like yeah, I don't know. Like it seems like it didn't really happen. Like I feel like so like so many things converged or something. Like it was like I don't know. It was just it was it was a weird night. Anyways, I was like, what is this production? Like is 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 the Armed Forces logo about to come on stage like it does for for um like the Source Awards and the Alma Awards. Like there was something not right. And I was just like, I don't know. And then other people were mentioning, I was like, yeah, right. And I was like, I don't, I see wires and shit. And I was like, what is, like, it started off, you know, it started off. So when it happened, it was like, really weird but then it was like immediately i'd been on standby the entire night wanting to record my friend when they were going to be up for the best documentary i'll have a link in the show notes joseph jasbo patel episode 23 of words your mama where he talks about how he came to be a producer on this movie and how he's known quest love for over 25 years, when they were super young, he went to Philly to interview him for rap pages. Like that story alone, I've I been, he's been sharing his ride with all of us and we've been so excited and this was it. It was the culmination of all this shit. And I called it, I was like, get your outfits ready, dude. You're gonna win all the awards. So they won the BAFTA, they won the Critics' Choice, they won the producer guild they want like they want all this shit but you know everybody you could say the awards don't matter but this one fucking matters especially if you're you create in the film you know medium this one fucking matters it, even if you say it doesn't it matters and so i was so excited because it feels like if they were to win we all win the culture wins you know he he he's a south southeast asian descent you know he's indian like it's just it was a big moment but to be fucked up by it was surreal and then after that happened we're still trying to make sense of it and then i was like my heart still 
20, 30 minutes after was beating fast. And I had this anxiety and I was like, what? Is it just me? But then I look on my Twitter timeline and I see all these black and brown folks saying like, yo, like, what is this feeling? I'm still shook. Like it was this feeling of being shook, especially for those that watched it live, right? Like even you were like, we were just shook. And I was like, what was it? And so it wasn't until the next day that it was like, we were just frazzled because it was more than just what happened. It was more than that. It was, it was like our minds was trying to process, but our body was like, no, this is serious business. <laughs> like, the implications and ramifications of this shit is really fucking serious. It's like our bodies were like, no, get the fuck ready. Like, it's about to, there's a lot of shit that could happen because of this to the future of black and brown folks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just this. It wasn't. So it, 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 it was crazy. And then, and then it's like you feel nobody's right. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Everybody was wrong. Yeah. And then, and then to, you know, and then immediately after that, he, you know, Chris Rock recovers, but then he tosses another insult to my friend. He's like, yeah, you know, um, he, he announces it and we're all still reeling from what just happened. And then he's like, Quest Love, after he says that they won Summer Soul, and he's like, Quest Love and four white guys. And we're just like, and you have video where I'm like, he's not white. <laughs> and it's like, you, you, this just happened. And now this is like, what? It's just like so much shit. So then yeah. yesterday, Jasbo, yesterday or the day before yesterday, he does this whole thread where he's finally like, he needed to process everything. He finally lays it all out. Just his honest opinion. And he also states, this is just my opinion. No one else's. And he, he puts it out there. And we're just like, thank you so much for your honesty and for taking us on this ride. Like, you know, he's just always like inclusive and saying like, this is, we all, we're all winning. We're all, you know, da, da, da. And it, what the, what also what the documentary means to the culture, you know, especially, you know, to, to black americans the history the 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 almost erasure of such a significant event so he does that and then the next day and i was tweeting it to, i mean not uh tweeting it uh texting it to you guys but then the next day he's like uh, i deleted it because it got really weird it got uh -huh. real strange uh-huh go figure and he's you know and then he said something like he's like oh and by the way i forgot He's like, Brian 0222 something something thinks my t my work is terrible. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and we're like, okay. We're like, well, he's like, but I stand by what I said. But, you know, I made my peace. Like, he felt like he just had to get it out. Cool. And then the next day, yesterday, was it yesterday? And then the next day, I guess before he deleted it, it went everywhere it's on all the entertainment places it's on all the news it was like cnn front page because ginger snappers like oh your friend's thread went viral i go whose friend's thread like what friend and he was like i was like fuck you know and it's just like can i just we just uh, needed to stop i don't know anyways i'm so happy they won i am so happy they won it was and you know that was that's just the thing. There's a lot of things about what happened that I, I guess I'm still processing. I think that you're right in that, like, there was no I feel like if it was like someone was right and someone was wrong, then we would be able to, like, band together as a mob and be like, yeah, fuck them. But it's like I, I am struggling personally with figuring out, like, like every, everybody's wrong. Nobody's wrong. I like yeah but all of this it, the the thing that's like the biggest bummer in all of it is simply that there is this like amazing documentary about this music festival that nobody knows about and as you said it was largely erased and like the musical performance are by artists who are like there's just joy and fury and ah oh, the like the performances are amazing 
And it's such a great film. And it's like, what a bummer that at that point, everyone was just sitting there like, <laughs> like nobody knew what to do. And that bums me out for them. Yeah. And, and he, for the movie. And for the movie. But he did say like, pretty soon it's going to separate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, he's and, right. and, and, and he's right. And I'm glad he had the time to really just think about it all. You know, I think he waited till... He flew back to New York, you know, he's, he lives in Brooklyn and it's just like, you're, you're absolutely right. What a thanks for the reminder that soon it would just be Academy Award winning Joseph Patel, Academy Award winning film Summer Soul. And it's not going to be attached to that. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen the film, go see it. If you have seen the film, listen to the episode. <laughs> go see it again. <laughs> yeah, go see it again. Listen to the episode. There's some great insight to that i mean there's legends in the game that are performing when they were just starting like gladys knight and the pips were like super young and no one really like come on you know and then to see them see themselves like it's just it's good for the soul it's good yeah. for the soul you know and, it's then, and then like artists who there is just not a ton of live footage of like yeah. nina simone oh her shit is fucking transcendent it is amazing yeah. you're just like oh what yeah if we could feel it through this documentary imagine those who have had the honor and the privilege to see her perform live yeah that's one for the books that's one for the books yeah and you know i can't i don't know about you i don't listen to her on the reg because something about her it hurts me yeah and right i yeah i think that that's probably the intent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 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 for sure. Like her stuff can be hard to listen to because it's so raw and so painful. A lot yeah. of it, like pained. Yeah. It's the, it's, it's the topic, the theme, but also just, you could hear the pain in her. It, mm -hmm. She exudes that pain and it's hard. I I, I thought it was, I was like, am I, is it just me that I can't? Like, I'm not just going to rock Nina Simone on the reg. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like listening, like, that's not happening. Yeah. Crank um, it as you're, like, cruising the boulevard. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you another thing on, a, on an incredibly petty level. I felt like everything that went down at the Oscars robbed me of the ability to make fun of what people were wearing. But it wasn't it even good, though. Like, it wasn't even... No. Like but nothing. it just didn't feel right to talk about something so so silly. Afterwards. You're right. I was like, right. nah, well, whatever. Yeah, it was a it I was got like a things wash. going on. Yeah, I was just like, I I don't know. It it was really weird. I couldn't believe it was happening. I can't believe we're here. I can't believe the discourse on it. It's like what what what? And then like people that have you know what the lesson is of the of the week? What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah you know keep your mouth so so i forget her name um she tweeted and asked like what what are you gonna do for self-care today i think this was yesterday and i was like keep my fucking mouth shut i go that's the lesson of the week because everybody was getting it you know what i'm saying like zoe kravitz got it and she got it so hard that lenny kravitz was getting dragged into it just because <laughs> do you know what i'm saying bet yeah. midler like all these people, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Shut it. Just shut it. Don't say mm -hmm. shit. Have the discussion mm -hmm. with your peeps at the house. Yeah, exactly. Don't tweet it. Don't, do, like, Bette Midler, like, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the, the headline was, you know, he said, oh, it perpetuates black stereotypes. She retweets it, all caps, nailed it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't. You keep that up here. <laughs> you keep that inside. Yeah. You don't tweet it. It's just like, who the fuck? Uh, what's his name? Um, 40 year old virgin guy. Steve Carell? No. Was Steve Carell in 40 year old virgin? Yeah, but the okay. um, director. Apatow, Judd Apatow. Apatow. He had to delete his shit. It's yeah. just like, shut the fuck up. You know? And like you said, this isn't like, oh, one person was da da da. It, it's complicated. It's, it's sensitive. Complicated. It's nuanced. So shut the fuck up. Like, this is not, like, I didn't, was I going to mention anything? No, nah, it's none of my fucking business. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel it, but no, just, just 
it's just better that way. And people didn't understand. And now they understand. They get it now because they got <laughs> fucking dragged. And so so there it is. So how do you feel about Coda winning? I was just like, okay, something good. I don't know. <laughs> like we needed yeah, something. I, <laughs> I totally. Um, I was going to say like out of all of, we watched a, a lot of, most of the Oscar movies. Um, and Coda, while I don't know that I would call it like high art, yeah, it exactly. Was compared to the other movies that we watched, which I thought were kind of lackluster, mm-hmm. like at least that one like made me feel something. Yes. Like it yes. warmed my heart. There was like it was an interesting glimpse into a world that I never thought about. Yeah. Child of deaf adults. What? Yeah. And like the family and the dynamics and all of that and like the sign language acting was mm. amazing mm, mm. and so like evocative and like you know I'm crying while they're giving speeches in sign language yeah 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 and I was and then uh, yeah they were like I I I like chopped some onions as you say multiple <laughs> times in that movie because it was so poignant and so like oh I'm I'm like tearing up right now it was yeah, so yeah. personal and sweet and bittersweet and like yeah. Bittersweet. Uh, That's what it was. Bittersweet. It's like she has to bone out. She has to. Yeah. It's just like, oh, and the realization. Oh, yeah. I know. And I just thought, like, the way that they treated the, like, romance was kind of, like, nice and refreshing. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I just thought it was, like, it was different. It was fresh. It was bittersweet really heavy on the sweet and really heavy on the sweet yeah. yeah and so i was like out of all of the movies that i saw it's certainly the one that like when i was done i was like wow you know it wasn't like oh what's that story seen it before Oof. how'd that go for you <laughs> <Oof>. Whoa. <laughs> why do you dislike west side story listen that shit Where- was my shit that shit was my shit, T.I. Uh-huh. I know all the songs. Same, yeah. I know the, all the songs. I went to see, it was my favorite shit in um, in college, especially. And I remember Erin um, and her sister took me to San Francisco, perform a live performance of it in San Francisco. I still had the playbook. I mean, like, it was my shit. But you learn and you grow and you know better. So when it came out that it was going to happen again, I was like, nah. But you said, I think Hannah said, and I was like, "Mm." let me try. Fucking, I got so upset. And I just fast forward. I was like, well, maybe if I just fast forward to listen to my favorite songs. Oh, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, fuck this shit. And... (laughs) The only way I could describe it, and I was texting my friends, and I was like, I tried, dude. I go, fuck it. They're like, I would not, never even press play for anything. And I was like, I did, and I, I regret it. And it's like being Mexican and seeing Speedy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. And I get it. It's a classic, especially you know, for for Broadway, for theater, actors, um, musicals. Um, it's a fucking classic. And to to cast it as brown actual brown folks this time, a majority of them brown folks, it doesn't matter. It I, it felt worse for me because you had these exaggerated, non-realistic, unrealistic accents and the damage that it has done. And I was just like, I... It made me sad. And I was like, I don't, I can't, I I just can't listen to these anymore. And I know differently. I feel differently. I've evolved and I see what damage it did back then and how I don't understand how it's being celebrated. And it wasn't that great anyways, from what I saw. And a a, a text that I posted that kind of sums it up was, I'm really happy that Ariana uh, DeBose, is that how you say her last name? One Mm -hmm. is great for the Latinx, Latinx community, for um, the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, That's great. Uh, You know, 
but the fact that she's playing Rita, you know, Rita Moreno's part. And, you know, there's a lot of issues within our community with Rita. And then, so this tweet says, Rita, it's, it says, someone tweeted, Rita Moreno reacting to Ariana DeBose's win. And then Sandra Garcia says, Rita told dark-skinned Latinos to wait their turn when they were not singing the height. So I'm good. And that's how I feel too. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, so it's layered with a bunch of shit. And I was like, oh, okay, this is how it might feel if there's like an Asian movie that, you know, they're trying to make good, but they did it. And for me, it's like, oh my God, I still love it. And da, 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 da. But then those in that community are like, fuck that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's how it feels. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you see people that I love and respect love this film. And that's great. But for me, it's sad and it sucks. I I respect that and get that. Like, I thought that they they there was certainly an effort made to make this less stereotypical, less like, you know, I mean, obviously, like nobody's wearing, you know, super dark makeup and they're just like white dudes. But it's like casting interesting people, changing some of the like nuances and the dialogue and things like that to give it more of a I don't know if representative is the right voice, more of an equal voice. And so I was like, I like that they have done this. And I mean, it's just probably not enough. They probably just need to retire West Side Story and be like, it is what it is. Yeah, it's because it's like the the way it's written, the subject that the it you you can put people of color, and for me, it doesn't matter. It, it, like I said, it makes it worse. And but I tried, you know, only because you and Hannah said, you know what I'm saying. That's it. And I was just like, I guess my better judgment, but I'm gonna try. It. And I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. and I was like, oh no. I was like, wow, wow, you know. And I I'm not even Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying. So it's even worse. Like I've seen, you know, Puerto Rican activists fucking rip that shit. And I was just like, oh, I get it because I get it. I'm not even Puerto Rican and I'm upset. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, "Woo!" So I don't know. But yeah, the Oscars, we talked about this before. It was like lackluster with the caliber of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And then here we are and look at what happened. I don't know, dude. I don't know. it was not, you know, it was not a great movie year and seeing it like there, like I said, code is really the only thing that I was like, wow, this, this like touched me and it was lackluster year for movies, lackluster remakes, um, and lackluster ceremony capped with the slap hurt around the world. The craziest shit. The craziest shit. Uh, and I'm tired of remakes. Like. I, did you see I'm that? Tired of remakes. Did you see that they're gonna make a Latinx sixteen candles? Don't fuck with my shit. Leave it how it was. <laughs> Leave it inappropriate and racist and how it was. Like, <clears throat> like leave it alone. We don't need tell. The, there's so many new stories. <laughs> tell some yeah. new fucking stories. Don't do that. Like I'm tired of that shit. We don't need the remake. There's there's all these like you're starting to let other people in other you know um people that we need representation then represent and tell these new stories and stop doing this fucking fuck shit Ugh. no i'm with you i'm so tired i mean you know of, of course 15 minutes ago we were like the new obi-wan trailer so like i get it Some- but that's not a remake that's telling yeah, us a new story new. a new part of the story like oh you're gonna tell me what happened at 16 candles after you know <laughs> Yeah. After yeah. he comes to pick her up, sure. Like, yeah, let's see that. I'm down to see that. I don't if they're old as hell. I don't care. Like, let's see that. But the re- the reads the whole no. Like, yeah. I think Star Wars. You know the prequels. Yeah. You know whatever. But you know the new movie. Like they're telling us the the continuations and the and the early. Like they're doing that and they're telling us new shit about this universe. Like do that. Like I don't. I don't know. Representation is nice. I don't need other movies already made with people that look like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. New movies, maybe, New movies. with people that look, yeah. that look like me. Not, 
I, I, it's going to suck, right? Like it's good. 16, a new 16 candles. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to watch it. What are you going to do? But they don't give a shit. They don't want me to. It's not for me. Yeah. I'll watch it out of curiosity, like a car crash. I would not. I will not even do that. But we'll see. I don't know. Depends. Depends. Um, yeah. So uh, there we are, kids. Um, <laughs> there we are. I don't. I don't know if, if there's. We we could talk about the other stuff the next episode. I mean, I, what what yeah. do you think, Ti? Yeah, you I think we can. I mean, I think that what I'm really excited about is that there are um, movies coming out this year. That and because we're at the right time of the year that it's going to be like, like, I'm ready to see some shit explode. Yeah, I'm ready to like have some mindless big entertainment. It's been I'm ready to go back to a movie theater. Probably not when it's packed. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, on an off matinee, like I am just I'm ready. I'm ready for something other than remakes of um, 60s musicals. And although I did want to see Macbeth, um, some of the other things that were nominated were like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, fuck it. Just blow some shit up and put a cape on somebody and I'm in. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that. I need that. I need that, uh, you know. Escapism. Yeah. I need, Have you seen? I, go go on. on. No, go ahead. I was going to say, have you seen The Batman? No, I haven't. I wanted to yeah. see it was a big thing. I've been too crazy busy. Have you? No. No, I haven't. No. I was super hyped about it. Mm. And now I was just <laughs> like, I don't know. Now you're just a little hyped. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um I think they they upped uh they're going to finally going to release Top Gun. I Cannot tell a lie. I watched the trailer for that yesterday and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, please believe it. Yeah, I love I love Top Gun and I'm excited to show this at the Supernatural Bear. I think we discussed this before, but I think because he's doing it, it's it's all Tom Cruise, right? Because he's doing it because he wants it theaters only. We all know this. But I was just talking to my friends about it the other day. I think it would have been year one when everybody was home. He could have made a killing in that form. Do you know what I'm saying? A captivated audience and it, and people that would have never, ever watched it probably would have watched it. So I don't know. We'll see how these numbers come in. But I'm hyped. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if the world is hyped. But is it we're hyped because it's a, a continuation of a nostalgia for us because we are fans because we're fans of the first one. But are people going to be hyped to see it because of the cast? Like it's. You know, people from like Insecure and like there's younger, like, like, I've I've seen people on Reddit who I'm going to say skew younger. Okay. Um, They seem to be pretty hyped about it, except for they were like, oh, yeah, they they made this so long ago. They made it when Miles, what's his name, was marketable. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's in that shit. Miles Teller, right? Miles Teller. Oh, I forgot. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah, so you got to were... put it out. You got to put it out. Yeah. And, but like even just seeing Tom Cruise come on screen, like I'm <laughs> I know that he is one weird motherfucker yeah. and maybe even not a good person. Yeah. But he has so much charisma that like he yeah. like snap crackles and pops like he when you does. see him on screen you're all damn that's a movie star you know he does you're right and but i haven't seen something with him in it in a long time so Me we'll see that's we'll i see. think that's part of it too it's yeah. like did oh, he still have yeah. it? <laughs> I mean, he looked like he did in the trailer. <laughs> true, true. I, and I got excited, but it was also because of that character and, you know, like the yeah. whole, and the music. And you're like, oh, fuck, The music. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> dun, 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 I was like, oh, my God, yes. You're like, And then, um, so, you know, the Supernatural Bear has never seen it. We're going to see it for sure before we see that. But he already knows. I go, uh, I got the need. And he knows what to say. He's like, the need for speed. (laughs) And we clap hands. I was like, my job here is done again. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. More like that, please. Ah, Too bad we don't live near each other. 
And we could go, we can go together. See, like, at oh weird times God. when it's just us. Yeah, just us. And we're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if anyone out there is hyped about, um, you know, the continuation of Top Gun, let us know. Or and anything that anything that we need to see, just mindless entertainment. Really, yeah, is we what need I'm some ex- fun, fucking laugh out loud with with plus explosions. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know, we need some of that shit. So, all right then, Ti. What are we thinking? Yeah, whew, this was good. This was good. And I hope that everyone is very excited that we were here, and um, we will be here again in one month's time. One month's time with three in a row. Take that. Take that that universe (laughs) back in the days. (laughs) All right, then. Peace out, nerds.